There's bombs around. You gotta take care of them. Bombs and banks. You gotta go defuse them. If you don't, the terrorists will win. If you do, you'll probably get shot. It's Rainbow Six Siege. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Multiplayer Project. The Multiplayer Project podcast is our space to share our favorite uh, sea shanties. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Our place to share our appreciation of games we've played together and to share our tips for how you might play with your friends. My name is Sam Peck, and I'm joined, as always, by... Me first, and then Crump. The sea shanty pirate slash terrorist co-op or counter-op expert. Me. Peasant, also known as Nicholas, last name Pizarro. And we're also joined by, not always, but often, hopefully, usually, by... Tyler, Sneaky Boys. <laughs> sneaky, headshot boy, crump. You have uh, been sneaking uh, around a lot, it's true. I don't know about headshotting, but I do get the shots off. <laughs> shoulder shot, shoulder blade. Shoulder it's blade, much a headshot. Shoulder blade shooting, <laughs> Sneaky Boys... Cavivara, which is not to be confused with the capybara. I like calling her capoeira, but... Oh, I like capybara better. (laughs) (laughs) It's your your character. That's right. I can call her whatever I want. Lots lots of insider references to a game here that we haven't mentioned yet. Mm -hmm. Nick, what are we talking about today? Rainbow Six Siege. It's a hot new title released in 2015. Which is usually the kind of game that we like to play the most, I feel like. Um, But I'll talk actually, since I mentioned when it was released, we started playing it, Sam and I, back in 2019, and we liked it a lot, and then we just sort of fell off randomly. I don't know why. Um, But then recently, I somehow convinced Sam to play, and it actually didn't take that much effort. I was like, you want to play Rainbow Six Siege? She's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So we played. I actually, just to add to this, considering how old it is, I actually have an old work friend of mine who has uh-huh. been trying to convince me to play this game for <laughs> a long time. He's like, you know, I think you'd really like this. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And he's also the same guy who said, you should try Tarkov. So that was one of those reasons uh, why I didn't, yeah. I didn't trust yeah. him. or I lost faith in it because he was like, Tarkov, that's a game that is really fun, he said. And I Fit was like, for you. Okay, if yeah. you call Tarkov fun... And you're telling Rainbow C, you know, Rainbow Six is also fun. I have mixed feelings about your opinions, is what I thought. But it turns yeah, out, yeah, that's fair. My brother loves Tarkov, and I've, it's too slow for me. Yeah, but I it is doubt, thrilling. I also doubt his recommendations now that he says he likes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're getting off track. That's we the are- game we're talking about. Sam, business. Have you checked a the business? business update? All right. So by my count, this is episode 14 of my 10 episode contract. Uh, we're a year and a half into the multiplayer <laughs> project podcast. Uh, I haven't opened up the anchor uh, website uh, and I'm nervous about doing it live. Honestly. Why? Um, Wait, I'm going to go look. I'll look. It's an extended contract. For extended to open episode. an incognito oil. Yeah, this podcast extension. is in is it uh what is the business of this podcast uh, <laughs> you mean um, the business is is we collect viewers that's our business, business is, right? business is booming 
We've got business is always booming. We've got an extended audience in. He's trying to buy time, by the way. Uh, in the puppy community that is growing. <laughs> We're gonna is make it... those little shirts for the little dogs, Trump. the little dog shirts. Crump, I'm genuinely curious. Um, yes. In the context of business, and you don't have to yeah. mention numbers or anything like that, but yes. um, how does this podcast? compare to your other podcast. That's right. Which seems oh. like it's much more professionally done. Um, mm. Your other pod... Uh, well, tell us about your other podcast and then compare the two. Yes. So good business other, question. My other podcast is called Adventure AI. That's a D&D podcast where we use AI to make D&D one-shots. And, oof, you know, it's really difficult to compare numbers that I have to numbers that I don't have. So I could make some assumptions about <laughs> how it works. Um, we average, I mean, we just got started. When is it? March? April? April, is it? I'd have to look. Uh, I think it was April. Like mid-April is when we did our first, I think it's early April, our first episodes. We do about five-ish episodes a season. Uh, we just finished recording season three. I yeah, do three already. I do no advertising short of social media posts with just friends and LinkedIn. family. Key LinkedIn. Um, and then we have like guests on it occasionally. I think we do mm, average about twenty-ish downloads an episode, so viewers, listeners, if you will. An episode. Uh -huh. So far. Yeah, so far. But you know, the thing about podcasts is is like unless you have like a following for something that's like pretty significant by the time you start the podcast, there's like this trickle of people who kind of have to discover your podcast over time. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like if I was, you know, Kim Kardashian or something and said, I'm gonna do a podcast about whatever it is that she thinks she wants to talk about, like she'll get a million people listening right out the gate, but Right. You know, right. And then some people might stick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have some business information, unless you have another question for Chrome. No, go ahead. Yeah. All right. In terms of business, our monthly plays peaked at 86 plays mid-Jan to mid-Feb of 2022. In okay. one month? And in yeah. one month, 86. Oh, wow. Um, we've, been, we've been floating around, I don't know, 10 to 30 or so per month since then we've had 447 all-time plays and 24 spotify followers we have 24 people following us on spotify which is interesting cool and i think our estimated earnings i think we've reached one cent now no sorry it's still zero zero point zero 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 point yeah, like is, that. That, is that rounding though you know it could be zero zero four for example <laughs> yeah it's rounding Rounding. You're probably rounding. You're right. So they're, they're, not rounding. they're really undercutting the impact of our podcast. You know, <laughs> if they paid us, if they paid us in a cryptocurrency, they probably could pay us out in fractions of cents. So maybe we true. That's a strong there. business case for crypto. It's always useful. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, that's business. Okay. All right. Let's that's get back cool, to. Yeah, Wait, I want to say one more thing oh, about right. business and Tyler's podcast. Which is, I think, what Todd is doing is really cool, and this is a cross promotion opportunity with a very, very tiny audience. You might gain uh, one or two plays, Tyler. So, uh, did you say what it was called already? 
Yes, you can listen and follow. We're also on Spotify and all the other channels. It's called Adventure AI. Uh, again, Dungeons and Dragons. If you know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, come on over. If you don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, come on over anyways because <laughs> rules light. We don't really go heavy into the rules. It's more so about the hilarity and inter- interesting uh, outcomes of using. AI to guide uh, storytelling, more or less. Yeah, we could. We'll, nice. we'll put the uh, the link in the show notes. Um, oh, great! Yeah, that's a good idea. Twenty four followers to uh, check out. It's a big, big, big follower account. I will say Tyler's yeah. not invited me to be on this podcast at all. Like, not even tried. He's not even mentioned it. Nick, um, I, I, no offense, but the quality of Tyler's guests is quite higher. Higher. Than, yeah. yeah, I also haven't <laughs> listened to all of them, so. I know. <laughs> I also haven't played much D anD D, so you know, like, yeah, I guess yes. I'm just well, pointing it out. You know, to to be real, to be real, 100. Uh, our current number one qualifier for being on the podcast is physical presence. That's actually our our, our first qualifier. Oh, you we record have, together? And... We we have we record together. We physically are in the same room when we're playing. Uh, yes. Okay, I'll have to fly cool. back out to Salt Lake City then. All right. Yeah, I'll if have you to want drive to. back out. We could coordinate. We could coordinate a one shot. It totally could. <laughs> okay. All right. Back Let's on track. Games. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> elevator so, pitch. Yes. Elevator pitch. Three words. Sam, I'll go first. All right. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, the the and I'm going to take a the key one. Uh, uh, shooter, tactical, destructible. Oh. He took tactical. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Go ahead, yeah. Tyler. Oh, yes. Mine would be um uh no, I need more time. How do I think about this? It would be what would I call what looking I for a nick it, pause. I would call it a um competitive. Mm. Communicative. It's <laughs> uh, good. Roll with it. Roll with it. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get another word that starts with the letter C, so I can make it C four. C four. Nobody. No way. I guess they do have C four. Um, cluster. <laughs> Cluster. No, actually, I like that. There's a little bit of chaos. You get, you get a little clustery sometimes. Yeah. It's a little cluster. It's a yeah, a competitive communicative cluster. All right, Nick, take your time. I'm I'm recording when you started thinking. I'm ready. I'm oh, wait. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say high stakes coordination, which Ooh. is better than any of your descriptions, actually. Yeah, probably. Ooh. I, I like this. All right, let's unpack Ta- this. Tactical is a good word. I like the word tactical. Yeah, well, okay. That's, yeah, Sam took tactical. Tactical is a good word. Uh, okay, I'll describe my words. So obviously it's an FPS. It's 5v5. The premise is there's five attackers uh, 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 breaching into a building that is held by five terrorists. Typically the terrorists are defending two bombs and mm-hmm. the attackers need to disable the bombs. Um, uh, it is hyper-realistic. Uh, there's some elements of sci-fi fantasy, which we'll get into a bit, but it's mm-hmm. generally realistic. 
Uh, no, notably, for example, um, a headshot from any weapon, even a sidearm, will instantly kill an opponent. I don't know yeah. if there's many, many games that are like that. Um, the noteworthy feature of Siege is its destructible environments. So uh, there's blasting holes in walls. They're shooting through tiny little murder holes in, yeah. in walls. There's, um, you know, putting on breach charges to get through metal walls, etc. So it's, yeah. uh, you're shooting through floors, etc. Um, yeah. So it's really cool. I think yes. that component is really important to point out because when it comes to breaching a fortified room, the ability to shoot through most or many surfaces means that you have a lot of options. And so it, you, you're, even though you're barricaded inside, you know, this box or some portion of the building or whatever, it's still pretty terrifying because it like, gets you from anywhere. And there's lots of tools to like get through a fortification or like, you know, we just saw yesterday I'm holding in the corner of a room and someone like busts up some, the floor panels above me and shoots me through like a little crack in the floor panel where they can see my head. So, you know, that sort of thing can happen, which I think adds a lot to, to the game. Anyways, yeah. Tyler, sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I mean, so mine were competitive communicative, communicative cluster. And to add to those comments, it's generally not a question of if they breach. It's more of a matter of when, right? <laughs> so it's always they're always going to eventually get to you somehow or another. I call it competitive because I feel like, you know, obviously the, the 5v5 is there. Um, but because, it's, because it is extremely tactical and there is a lot of skill involved, right, in terms of being able to do things well, do things right, time things happening in the right sequence, uh, knowing and understanding the maps. I call it communicative because, man, in some cases, good communication is like win or loss. Like, win or loss. Go ahead, Sam, yeah. Yeah, I want to elaborate on the type of skill, uh, mm -hmm. because the type of skill is just, it's very distinct from other FPSs. Mm -hmm. So, for example, just yesterday, uh, I would uh, compare Overwatch and uh, Six Siege, where Nick and I got stomped by someone with incredible Twitch skills on Hanzo and Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he was just jumping around and, and, and whirling around. Um, and the type of skill in Siege is very different. It's not frantic and mm -hmm. click on head. There's some of that, but it's mostly heady and like Crump said, awareness of the level um, and like order of operations of like, how do you want to enter into this building uh, such that you have an advantage um, on the defenders? So yeah. it's, it's cool. And it's, um, it's a different type of skill, which I think is good for, you know, us, us old folks. Uh, <laughs> we could take with, it slow. Low, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With less, with low uh, APM. <laughs> a low APM, our, our 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 flick precision is just not as good yeah. as it used to be. Yeah, um, I also think that uh, I, I put cluster, and I put cluster because I couldn't think of another really great word. But I also think that it is a great word simultaneously because it can be utter chaos, and in some cases, it's controlled chaos in order to throw off your opponents and in other cases it is just absolute chaos because the communication is so bad <laughs> i mean like we didn't talk about this but friendly fire is on 
right? Oh, yeah. So if you're not paying attention, can you shoot your own people? Absolutely. Uh, yep. Have I been shot before? Yes. Have I shot someone else? Yes. It's yes. almost like a rite of passage oh, in Siege is that you have to both be killed and kill someone on your own team at some point. Uh, I mean, really I think understand. in the last two days, I, sh- I definitely shot Sam in the back of the head. Yep. I, I remember that. It, what, what was so funny about me watching my kill cam of you shooting me, it's like you totally weren't shooting at anybody. Like, <laughs> I was getting ready to shoot. <laughs> then Sam stepped in front. Anyways. No, but that's my fault, right? Because, like, yeah, this is part of the coordination part where it's like you don't cross someone else's sight lines. You don't because no. they're they're focused, right? Especially if, you know, shots are being fired. You just do not cross someone else because they'll shoot you and you'll die. Well, and, and also, um, like, when, when I think about sightlines, I'm thinking, like, two people entering the same entryway, and one person, they're staggered, and one person decides to uh, stand up, cross in front of the other person who is peeking and, and shooting. But in the same case, I've been killed at least two or three times in which I just rounded a corner and someone from my team just... <laughs> Didn't know I was coming. They saw movement and they just let it go, you know? And that has also killed me a few times. <laughs> but you also play a flanker, so I think that happens a little bit more. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's tr- yeah at least on the absolutely. defense. Yes. So, yes, it is in some cases a cluster. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, those are my three words. So, on my front with the high stakes coordination piece, I think the reason I mentioned this is because. Like Sam said, you can die in an instant. Like one bullet in the right place and you're done. Um, so I think, it, and you also don't respawn. So it means that if you get knocked out or killed or whatever, killed, then, you know, you should wait. And so like, and things can turn very quickly. Um, there's actually a match I played, I think two weeks ago where I was the last one left and it was 1v4 and three people came through the door like trying to rush me and I managed to headshot three of them. And then it was 1v1 and we managed to both shoot each other at the same time, but it gave me the women. That gives you an example of like, you know, in most games, if they have like a four person team versus a one person team, like you're going to win because you simply can't kill everyone at the same time, but it's just mm-hmm. so high stakes and precise. Um, and the coordination piece is really important. We've been getting a little bit better at this when we're playing in a team setting with more people in our group, but basically, you know, you can coordinate when you're going to start the breach, when you're going to use some of your operator abilities, like what direction you're going to come from, all that, like that coordination, whether it's on the attack or the defense, where it's like, hey, I'm going to cover, you know, I'll cover this window behind you. Like Sam's playing his mirror and looking through the, his campy, like mirror thing. And he wants coverage in the back and then asks Jules to cover him and get shot in the back or does get covered <laughs> depending on the scenario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is that coordination now that you're calling out where people are using your pings, using your camera. So it's like very, very coordinated game. Um, which I really like. I think that that level of like teamwork that's required in order to be successful, it's really enjoyable. And even if you die, go ahead. I I actually love like that's like actually after playing it for a little bit, like that has become like one of my absolute most favorite parts of Siege is the the like reliance and coordination that is necessary to be able to be like, oh, uh, this thing works literally five to ten times better if we do things together in order and yeah. in a coordinated fashion. Yeah. I think it's especially noticeable as a defender getting attacked when the attacking team does 
stuff in a coordinated fashion. They all breach from one side or they hit you and flank you from different directions. Like, At the same if you're time, not ready for yeah. it, you're just like, <laughs> all these yes. bullets flying through the walls. And then you're like, crouch, you're like trying to avoid fire and somebody gets another rap on you, shoots you in the head, you're instantly dead. And suddenly like three out of five of your teammates are down and it's just two people left and they get picked off. Like, it's incredible. Um, but I actually want to pull back a bit and talk a little bit more about just the game overall, roughly. Sam talked about already 5v5, right? You're defending a site. Some key components are there are a whole bunch of different operators. They have different loadouts and different talents or skills. Um, the use of cameras and like remote camera tech is really important in this game. So on the defending side, you have stationary cameras you can access and see like as you're being kind of approached. Um, although the defender or the attackers can shoot out those cameras. And on the attacking side, you can use remote drones to send them into the building to try and spot where the bomb is, who's defending, that sort of thing. Um, I think beyond that, yeah, that's the bulk of it. And then the other thing is that the rounds are really short. So I think you have about a minute for setup and then two minutes to to breach and, and defuse or kill kill everyone on the other team. Um, so it's like really tight loop of like, all right, do, do the rounds and kind of rotate through um, until you get to the final outcome of, of having won or lost the, the overall game. Um, it's a really neat kind of format that I, it's quite, it's quite different from most of the other competitive shooters out there. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that it took this long for them to make a good game like this. Because, well, I mean, technically, I guess, like, like Counter-Strike has similar feels, right, to, to this, but it's less, um, it's less extreme tactics. Yeah. Right, like the tactics. Yeah, you're not tactics. holding the same yeah, extent. There, right? There's there's yeah. tactics in Counter Strike, but they're very different than the ones in, in Siege. I'm, I say it's surprised that it took this long because, like, um, like the original Rainbow Six books written by Tom Clancy were out in like the '90s or something, right? Like it was like a long time ago. And the opportunity to make a game like this, I think, has been around for a really long time. Uh, why it took them so long, I don't know, but I'm glad it's here. I think finding the right mix of like precision and skill and communication required without being like too annoying, like, you know, like a job simulator, you know, <laughs> where it's like, oh yeah, check left, right. Like use the hand signals, whatever, like, you know, like the right balance of being able to still have some, some quick movement, some, yeah. Some and, they, and they tried it with some of the other games. Like they had the ones where usually the old rainbow six games, they had some that were kind of more like modern warfare ish. Or where yeah. like the Call of Duty, where it's just like you go in and yeah. you start blasting people, run gun, yeah. And they had others that were like also really, really high tactics, which I know they had a pretty good cult following for. But it was like it was even more tactical than Seed, right? It was like you had to plan out the pathways and you had to like give people roles and you had to give whatever, which is nice. Yeah, that you can just assign these to people and, and hope that they actually do it. <laughs> hope, Not. hope being the operative term. Uh, Cool. Should you move on to stories? Let's do it. Uh, okay. So, yeah, the, the first thing I just want to call this out, call out is uh, we actually played this well before the multiplayer project. Um, yeah. You know, back when, yeah, we started playing in late 2019 <clears throat> uh, and had a good run of it. Um, I remember uh, we had a, a couple different groups going and I don't remember why we stopped. Um, but I'll tell yeah. you, it's coming. It's coming back hot. Uh, for me, I th I think I stopped because I was getting killed and I didn't know why. Um, <laughs> so I I wonder if the influx of like beginners 
is like keeping my relative MMR high compared uh, to opponents. And so it's like, it's like fun and I feel like I'm getting better. Uh, um, you're not getting completely stomped out. Yeah, I think. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Um, maybe yeah, we haven't, games we really haven't punishing. reached that yet. Maybe, maybe we haven't reached that yet where we've gotten good enough that then we start playing against the people who are killing us and we don't know. We think they're cheaters when in reality they're just <laughs> Well, we did have that game yesterday on that frozen boat level where we got absolutely slapped, yeah. slap dashed. Like it was, I got two kills. I think no one else got any and it was rough. <laughs> that, one was, that one was rough. That one was yeah. rough. Yeah, it's also worth calling out that this game is eight years old. Um, Yeah. And so there's a lot of maps and a lot of maps were just released in the past four years since we we last played. Right. And and we don't know them. Right. Um, It's very confusing. And map knowledge is really important. Like how important. Okay, if the bombs are in this particular location, what is a good approach? Uh, or what are a few good approaches? Um, or even where are the ceiling panels? Because I'm still yeah. like, I don't fuck. You know, I spend like 45 seconds running around. Like, where's the panel? <laughs> yeah, you're looking for, for panels, sure. and I'm still trying to figure out where the stairs are on some of them. <laughs> that yep. dude just lost. Yeah, yeah. We're just like running around yeah. in one place and doing like three left turns, and I'm like, where's the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> it does get better though, and I think Sam, you had a point recently around map knowledge, which is that. Um, doing quick match is nice because it's like less of a time commitment and it's a little less bulky in terms of like getting into a match and then you can you can go just throw yourself in there and like learn the map a little bit so that later when you do do unranked or ranked or whatever you're more knowledgeable because playing for me and Sam especially since we played this before when we come across like an old map that we know and like it's just it's like comfortable it's cozy it's like oh yeah i love this map i know this map i know where things are i know where people like approach from and stuff that's like yeah i think once you get to that point with most of the maps then i think you, you're probably having a better time for sure yeah yep i, I i'm in the uh what we appear to have deemed the trough of beginner's sorrow still <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a little bit where um, I think Shadar's in there too. <laughs> yeah, Shadar's definitely he's right at the bottom of that. Shadar's at the bottom of the trough of sorrow. Uh beginner <laughs> sorrow. Um and I've only been playing, I think legitimately only for the last couple of weeks. Uh but it does feel like there's that first bit where it's just like you don't know where anything is, you're not really sure what the yeah. uh what the exact like mechanics of even just like <laughs> wind wind conditions are, right? Like, oh, if I plant this bomb within a certain, or if I plant the diffuser within a certain time, then I get extended time. Like right. it only needs to be a certain distance away from the bomb in order for it to work. And right, uh, some of those wind conditions, when you don't really know, you just feel like, Ooh, I'm just gonna come here, and then you get blasted because right. you think, oh, I don't know how they figured out my location, or uh, yeah, there's an ability that they used that that exposed right. me that I wasn't sure. And even now, I'm still like, I can't, I don't know where these. <laughs> cameras are like 90 percent yeah. of the time i'm getting spotted and i'm just like oh well and i'm like looking to my left and above my sky <laughs> and then after like two seconds i'm like i don't have time for this and i'm just like go on and and do something else and then get blasted yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> uh the reason i put the the trough of beginner sword well it's very true because it's like a high skill game and it's complicating you learn a lot of stuff but also i know that our first shot, like it was a little rough. Like we got, I yeah. think four or five people in and we weren't having a great time, including me. Cause I was like, it's been a while since I played. I'm just getting hecked like left and right. 
But then we kind of came back to it. And as we got past that first bit and started like learning and getting better, then I think we we're having a better time of it. So we're in a good spot right now where we're like, we've got some basics. It's not completely like lost to us and we can build from there. Um, but yeah, I totally feel for, for, for the newer folks, especially Shudar because he came in a bit later and he hasn't been playing as much. So it's hard for him. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the whiplash of like Warzone like gameplay versus like <laughs> six siege gameplay is it's pretty different yeah um ty you've been killing it though literally killing it like he's you're cases. regularly putting up uh you know three first two to three first per round yeah clutching yeah. it occasionally oh and almost clutching it on other occasions yeah. <laughs> and not quite <laughs> uh yes it's, it's definitely not as deep i thought it was going to be a deeper trough of sorrow but it's you know, it's nothing compared to the Grand Canyon of Sorrow that is Tarkov, but I think <laughs> that I think that if you the National this, Monument of Sorrow, Sorry. National Monument of Sorrow, <laughs> my approach that I took was like, look, I don't know everyone's skills. I'm gonna pick one operator at a time and just like figure yeah. out how that one works. And then yeah. once I'd be like, okay, I understand how it works, then I would move to a different one. And right. then I did that until I found one that I felt like, oh, this one kind of fits my play style a little bit, or at least what I want to do. And I'll say, this is the only one I'm going to pick, because I've already played like two or three others. Uh, I know I can have a fallback in case somebody picked that operator. Yeah. But I, but I understood just enough to be able to like, okay, I can, I can play them and I can know how that works. And then yeah. that is what got me through that, that period of just being like, okay, even though I'm getting dumped on, am I learning how this operator works? Uh, right. both playing f- playing as and also playing against. Right. So, so uh, I remember back in 2019 uh, when we were all beginners, there was like a beginner mode where we could only play beginner matches where there were yeah. no operators and everyone was a recruit with no power. Right. Right. And, uh, and you only played like three levels over and over again. Um, right. And that was a good place to learn because you didn't have to worry about like, oh, what the heck, you know, was that that killed me? Right. Um, What's well, that fire crossbow? <clears throat> Why am I blinded? <laughs> so how did that guy slam into me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the trough is worse because, you know, we got you, Tyler, to play. We got it, Shadar to install and play. Sure. And then yeah. by playing with you, right, you're just. Oh, also, yeah, by playing by Xbox Game Pass, you, I think you skipped that beginner Maybe. Uh, I don't know if they even have it anymore, honestly. I don't know if that beginner queue is still there. Mm. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, but it's probably worsened by it. That's right, Sam. I forgot about that. We were in like the baby, little baby zone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it sounds like a really great design choice for getting people to understand how the game worked initially, but I don't even know where I could find it in the cluster that is the UI of Siege, but whatever. (laughs) Oh, geez, the UI. Oh, well, the UI of Siege is one thing. The, the UI of Ubisoft Connect, that's another thing entirely. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to call out the UI. Really, I, I add that this is a story. This is just a, uh, I guess, a professional comment on the UI. Uh, yeah. It is kind of um, surprisingly and amazingly in, unintuitive. But what I yeah. will say, like everywhere, and, and yes, Ubisoft Connect, ugh. Uh, but what I will say is that, um, in terms of like learning (laughs) is that like, if your game is good, people will jump through UI hoops in order to play it. And Ubisoft Um, connect hoops. Yeah. Like let's acknowledge that 
the game is old and you know, yeah. cruft is built layers of cruft is built on top of games. So that's where all this yeah. came from, I'm sure. Um, yeah. so it's bad, but it, it's, it doesn't actually matter because we've, we yeah. figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that. If you take like a more, a non-digital example, it's like the like local, I don't know, sandwich shop where like they basically like spit on you when you come in and they only take cash and they're only open like three and a half hours a day, but like they make amazing <laughs> sandwiches. So and you half, go and you pay and cash and you get scowled at. Yeah. Yeah. And half their menu, <laughs> you have to know it because you just like, they've right. just been doing it for this many years. Right. If you want some sort of special soup, you have to ask Joey in the back and he'll do it for right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like that. <laughs> um, the UI is bad. It's painful. Um, anyways. Uh, all right. A nice fun story. So I think this is from the match last night. Yes. So we're playing this match and it's five of us and we're, I think two or three rounds in we've won two. And basically it's Sam entirely carrying the whole team because, uh, Sam has like eight kills and I don't think anyone has any, and the two rounds we did when we're entirely on, on Sam's back, including Sam's ace. Sam, you want to talk about that, that round? Yeah, so, um, one, one of the, I, I mentioned at the top of the episode that, that headshots kill. And so, uh, unlike many other games, you have a, a, a non-zero chance of making a huge play comeback one V five style, right. Um, in this game. Um, and, and I'll tell you, like, it is a rush, you know, <laughs> when you're doing that, um, it's the it's the rush that I would compare back to you know to Warzone and PUBG back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. when when you know you were you were just within the you know the grasp of victory. Um, but this one's a lot quicker, right? The rounds are a lot quicker. It's only two minutes, so yeah. um, it does happen every so often where you are just going on a tear. Uh, and so yeah, I just I just I I I killed five. Um, I think the first kill it was with a team, but then the last four I killed by myself. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it it it's just it's just how it goes. Um, so Sam's shortening the story yeah. a bit. I feel like so so <laughs> we're going in. We're going in the building. Uh, I forget the name of the map. It's the Australian right. one, the Outback one. The Outback, yeah. And um, I'm breaching with like Shadar and and Jules, I think. And we're going in from like the other side. And I kind of breach, I check with my drone. I breached like silently. I'm like, okay. And like, I turn right, they turn left. So I've gone right. And I'm like, sort of like peeking around corners. And I'm like, at one point, I'm just sitting there for like 15 seconds. I'm like, I got my tilt on. I've got my one or 2.5 X scope. And I'm like peeking, like, I don't know, like a half an inch of like the doorway to see if like someone shows their head. And then like, as I'm doing this, Shadar and Jules like have like routed around towards where the bomb is, and they're just like stomping around. Jules is playing a sledge. He starts like smashing walls and stuff. And I'm like, oh man, my like beautiful like approach gets completely ruined by like all this noise. So I double back and go where they where they had gone initially, and I'm like rounding the corner. And then since they're making all this noise, they sort of rotate people towards that side, and someone just like drops me with a headshot. Like I'm dead. So I'm dead. And then they continue on their merry way. Sam actually joins up with them at that point. And then they're pushing together. And then they get picked off. Sam gets that one kill. So now it's 1v4. And it's like, okay, <laughs> we'll see what Sam can do. So Sam's like rotating through the rooms, gets two more picks. So now it's 2v1. 
And I think that's when you place the bomb, right? Because you're running out of time. Yeah. So Sam goes to the doorway, like, he is placing the bomb down. He's, like, setting up the diffuse. If you set the diffuse, then the clock timer no longer matters. And now it's, like, a diffuse timer. They need to get to it and prevent the diffuse from going off. So then it's like Sam, Sam's placing, and it's like so stressful because we're all watching, and there's nothing you can do except watch Sam like go through the motions of setting up the diffuse kit. Um, and then yeah, then he pulled back and like got the one pick, and then the second pick as the last person came. It was beautiful. It was really Which beautiful. what I what I remember yeah. though, real quick though, to add to that, what I remember is that like the timer to the game ending, yes, and the timer to Sam setting the fuse yeah. was literally like it was like second one second to like milliseconds apart from like you saw the bar of him like doing the thing it's like setting up the diffuse and then the timer's going like three two one and the bar is like shaking as it's going down two one and just like is it gonna get and then he did and then and then he killed the other guy yeah yes uh yeah so first of all wonderful little design decision where you can't look around while you're diffusing you're like your like head is in your laptop it's like i sure hope i don't get shot in the back of the head uh so it's like really suspenseful when you're playing when you're landing the diffuse especially when the clock is running out because if the time runs out and the game isn't over defenders know they are actively diffusing yeah um so they can come right uh, that's, right. So strategy tip, by the way, that's why you want to start diffusing before, like before zero. It's too much information. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Unless you have cover, reliable cover. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have a, a buddy to, yeah. yeah, to look out for you. Um, but uh, yeah, so once you, you know, stra- once you can diffuse, you can back up a little bit, and then like it's a little bit safer, and that that's how I was able to get the last guy. We have that predictability. They're locked. They have to go to that location. So you basically just cover, you can cover the kit and you're good. Um, So Sam did that. And so like he's eight kills up. Everyone else again is zero or maybe one other kill. And then we get rotated to defense. And then uh, in this scenario, they're pushing in. I've actually picked up a new character I'm playing because I saw someone else playing them and they had this gun that was like really good. And I was like, I'm going to try that character because it seems OP. Um, it's like an EBR rifle, very stable. Um, and in this scenario, everyone else dies. Then it's just me. I think that they might have lost one person, but again, it's like a 1v4 type scenario. And so then I went through the same thing that Sam went through, except on the side of the defense where like I managed to clinch it. And yeah, it just feels so good when when you're in that scenario where like everyone's watching you and you're like stressing, you, like can't mess up. And like every move is so important. Um, yeah, so... Those that that moment, that game in particular, where we both had that like sort of ace scenario or clutch scenario, was really really exciting. Yes, yeah. I feel like I feel like I had the one <laughs> game where I was playing uh, Kavara, who is a, a sneaky sneaky boy, uh, I guess gal, if you will. One of her abilities is to go quiet, and I think that was the one that I almost clutched, but then I I died in the last minute. And I think in that one we were defending. Um, I don't remember which map it was though. I feel like it was one of the there's the one that's like a like a desert palace kind of one i can't remember mm. yeah um i got off to my sneaky boy side they were all pushing all of you they had killed everybody else uh and i was coming up these set of stairs and they were like pushing at that the top of those stairs and some of the things i found as i was poking around in the the, the menus and such was that if you're use if you use a silencer on your gun, it hides your bullet trails. Right. So people can't see them. So where the bullets are coming was, from? 
when I was coming up from the stairs and I was shooting them, they thought they couldn't figure out where it was coming from, whether it was coming from <laughs> down below or what it was coming from um, inside the area. So they were trying to sweep that. It's so like down yeah. the stairs. I killed two or three of them. And then from there, uh, I went inside. I was able to kill a, a fourth. And then um, the last person had a shotgun and they blasted me before. I was able to uh, to finish them off because you know short shotguns at close range are just savage. Yeah, that was my shotguns that was my are... that was my like closest I've gotten so far in the last two weeks of being able to be a clutch to win it. But well, you've had a I feel like you've also clutched it a couple of times where it was just you and you cleared out like three remaining people. I mean, um, they may not have been an ace, but you've had some strong some strong performances. I mean, maybe that's the thing about siege so far in this current state is that like. We pump through games so quickly uh, that I yeah. just forget. I just forget. But that's okay. They start to blend a little bit. Yes, um, they do. <clears throat> I have another story, which is um, this is where we had, I think, again, three or four people. But um, I was playing Doc because Ubisoft Connect was trying to, you know, get me to play Doc to to get some renown. And uh, I again, don't, we're on the second floor of of the castle level, Emerald Plains or something. I think it's mm-hmm. called that. Yeah. Um, so I've like set up my bulletproof cam. I like put down my like reinforcement panels and everything and I'm ready to go. And we're holding near the two sites and I'm watching like a door, which looks pretty good for, for a breach. It's like a balcony where you have space to kind of like rotate and move around. And then there's a barricade that you need to breach through. So I'm watching the barricade and I think there was a trap under on the floor in front of the barricade. Someone like, no, someone sent a drone in. So I see the drone, I shoot the drone. And then I see little toes like creeping forward. So I start shooting at the toes. Turns out it's like Blitz with the shield. And then there's a person behind Blitz. So this is like one of those, this is where it starts to get chaotic, right? So I'm like trying to hold this angle. Meanwhile, like Tyler's playing Kibera. So he wants to know like where they are. He's like, I'll ping them like where they are. So I know like how to flank them. And he like, keeps asking me for pings. I'm like, I'm trying to like hold this angle and I'm trying to like call it. There's people coming because I have like, I'm basically the only one on like, I think A bomb. And everyone else was either flanking like Tyler or on B bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like trying to ask for help and I'm trying to hold this corner and I'm getting pushed by like two people. I kill one. I am like changing shots in another one. Another person comes. Meanwhile, like in the other room, there's like a hard wall and then there's like another entrance on the other side of that wall coming from outside. And I hear someone like breaking a barricade and breaching from that end. So I like, I'm playing docs. I'm lit up. I heal myself and I'm fighting them again. And this other person pushing from the other side. And they, at the same time, again, Tyler's like still calling, asking for calls. It's like one of those moments where it's like you're just like so there's so much going on, you can't even like really communicate as much as you would because your brain's just trying to keep up with like the intensity of what's happening. You're trying to manage like the sound of like mm-hmm. the game itself, plus your teammates talking to you, plus whatever is happening. And like we ended up, I think I killed three or four of them. It, it it went well. Usually I get killed, you know, I peek and I get shot and I die. But um that was like a fun moment where it's just funny because it's like you're trying to manage everything at the same time. Um, but it's like really thrilling when you, when you make it through that sort of moment alive successfully. Yeah, this is, it's like the important uh, importance of preparation on defense, right? It's right. like almost like building a base. Yeah. It's like, which walls do you want to fortify? Where do you want yeah. to put the bulletproof camera? You know, right. I, I'm really playing Mira a lot lately and Mira's shtick is a one-way bulletproof glass, which is, really powerful because you can see them and you can so where do you want to put the window um uh so that yeah so that you're well set up when the s does hit the f 
Yeah, you can't hard breach that mirror, by the way. If you you, didn't know. It can be hard breached, yes. Yeah, but, I tried to hard breach and it didn't work. Like it like blew out the bottom portion, but not the mirror portion. Oh, interesting. With like the 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 square charge, or maybe I did it wrong. I don't know, but I couldn't climb through the whole this whole thing. Um, yeah, I feel like one of the things that our team still has to get better at is like, <laughs> and and I say that with a lot of generosity in the sense that we don't really do it even well, even good. I think right now, at uh-huh, all. It's just uh-huh. that like during the setup phase about like people taking their specific role and being very clear mm. about what they're doing. Mm. and letting everybody else know, or at least being on the same page that that's what we're doing. Right. Right. Yep. Like, like, it's just like, like the number of times even now where it's like, we're still calling out Rook, who's a guy who has extra armor plates. He can sit down (laughs) the number of times that we're still calling that person out to be like, Oh, put your bag down of plates so that everyone can get one. It's just an example of us just not being good enough to be like, Oh, this is my role. My first, like we have, I mean, how, how much time do we have when we set up? It's like, a, like 30 minutes. It's about a minute. One minute. I think okay. It's well, about a minute. Yeah. it feels like 30 seconds when you're on defense. <laughs> it feels like 30 seconds, but it's like you get in and it's, it's like you have an ability or you have whatever. It's like, you have to take these steps. You have to do these things. You have a short window. And if everyone's not doing something, then you're, Every second that passes or everything that your team doesn't deploy puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah. Right? Every reinforced well, wall that you don't get up, every person yeah. who doesn't get their armor, every uh every mine, every wire, every every camera that doesn't get set up is you being at a disadvantage for not for not doing it because it was a power that you had or an ability that you had access to that you failed to deploy. And that to yeah. me is like one of those things where it's one of those things that really sets apart Siege from other games in that in that sort of like tactical play, as we've already discussed, is it's like, yeah, like your ability to win in many cases is contingent on how well you execute essentially every aspect of advantage that you get by playing whichever mm-hmm. operator that you choose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can also do the setup after the timer's ended, but then you're like, Fording a wall. This happened to me recently. You're putting up a fortification panel, and Fuse comes and like puts his like duk 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 bombs through there, and you get blown up because like, yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> so you're you're exposed. So there's, then there's like a risk reward trade off of yeah. Not that. to mention like half the stuff that you do is like extremely noisy, right? Or yes. you have to like move out of position to do so. It's like you right. You need to put a camera up. It's like you can't do that if you're like fording up. You can't like right. leave yeah. and put yourself at you risk. Put up right? a bulletproof cam to cover like an important quarter. Well, it's important because people are moving through it. If you go and do that after the fact, you're going to get shot. Like yeah, almost guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So, um, I don't know. That's that's one of the things I really like about the game. That uh, you know, obviously, I'm still new, and obviously, we we play mostly for, as casuals, right? So we're not like harping mm-hmm. on for not doing something. And I've myself have had a handful or more times in which I like get to the point where I'm like camping up as as Kavera and I'm like and I look down and I'm like oh I had another motion sensor that I forgot <laughs> or, yeah. or something like that and you're just like oh well too late now get your guns out yeah. let's go yeah but yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean I think there's still a huge gap I see for us in in like map knowledge where yeah. I I've had I'm like I, 
what should I fort on? I'm gonna fort the wall next to the bomb, and and I'll ask someone, or I'll shoot out the wall between A and B. Like, uh, that's where I'm at. Like, that's all I yep. know right now. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff we could be doing better, but I think also like uh, positioning assignment. Like, we kind of sort of sometimes do that. We're like, oh, can you cover this this window, that wall, whatever. But uh, we also like completely. We have often have skewed skewed coverage of either side and we're not the best at rotating all the time but it's all part of learning i mean you know it's fun fun to it's fun to build into that yeah. and get better that, that, that's part of the game in my opinion is the learning yeah this yeah. makes me this makes me want to like watch youtube videos of like where as mira where to place the windows you know like right because yeah. i'm sure right, they learn a lot yeah right now i'm like looking around and like, i don't know yeah. <laughs> um, this seems like an important wall <laughs> don't they have don't they have like a spectate mode in game where you can actually observe other people playing as a spectator i thought maybe. there was maybe i'm not sure nah, but i think sam's intuition is right i'm sure there's lots of really good content out there to help you especially for an old game like this like someone's covered some, some play, of it some player guides yeah that's yeah. a lot of you that's a yeah. lot of good youtube content you know where to place your mirror uh mirrors there you go yeah no kidding yeah 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 um Cool. I had one more story about the game itself, but we had a recent match. This was with you, Tyler. We had that guy that you were putting heads with, Urban. Oh, yeah. He was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, probably, he's probably one of our 24 subscribers and doesn't what's the know. Story? <laughs> well, so there was this really, really bad moment, gunfight, where uh, I think we had four people left, and Fuck. No, actually, that was a different person. Gosh, I'm not sure. Anyways, there was this top fragging player. This is a separate story at this point. Then we can talk about mine. But this top fragging player on our team was like better than us for sure. Like they were like three, two or three times more kills. Oh, but absolutely. Go ahead, Todd. You were you were in the in the kerfuffle. I was just shaking oh, my head in sorrow when I saw it happen. I know. Now you're bringing up though, but now I forgot what it was that happened. Why it made them so well, salty? Well, okay. So what happened was. Two, two of you, you and another person, I think, were in, in the corridor, and you both got basically headshot immediately or downed immediately by someone who was, like, covering an angle and sprayed him down. And then mm. the last person on the team, it was a, a 3v1, which became a 1v1. The last person on the team came out that corner and directly placed themselves, like, on top of the two bodies of the people that are already down and had just gotten shot, where it's like, you know, taking the exact same approach here doesn't really make that much sense because... You know, they had a sight lines. They're probably still looking at them. And I think they were residuals. So they're like about to finish them or whatever. And that person also got shot. And during that same moment, Tyler was trying to give a call on where that person came from, like where the shots were coming from. Oh, that's what it was. I said, that with the, yes, I said, we, so yes, that's right. I remember now, which, which map was this one? I think that might've been the same one where it was that, uh, the, the, I think it's a amusement desert. park or whatever. I don't know. No, I don't know if it was amusement park, but I do recall Anyways. I was coming down a hallway and then on the left side, there was the stairs. The bombs was on the other side of the wall. And I was moving to the right to wrap. And there were two guys there. And as I came out, we both got blasted from the stairs direction, from the stairs, the direction of the <laughs> stairs. That's right. right. And then they came around and then they got like, I don't know why they. I think it was the same. I think it was the guy who was like the high fragger, right? He comes around. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And he. He gets his like legs tangled up between the two of us who are down. We're not dead. We're just down. 
here down. He gets like tangled up between us. A total cluster. And then he gets killed. And then he gets mad at me and he's like, he's not on the stairs. He was, next, he was next to the stairs. It's like the sta- it's like the stairway. It's like you looked down the hallway. The stairways are directly at the end of the hall. And then uh, there's a, a hall that goes just to the left. And there's a room there. And that's where he was. He was in the room just to the left of the stairs, shooting down the halls. And I'm like, well, well, yeah, I got shot in the back. I didn't know. I got shot. I got shot in the back left side from the stairs. Um. Anyway, but it wasn't from the stairs. But it was. It was from the room <laughs> to the it left of the stairs. Technically, not from the stairs. Then, of course, this person's like, "Well, of course, it's the person who's at the bottom of the scoreboard who should talking." And basically, it was like him, Which, then me, because I'd done like a bunch of like diffuse plants. I was playing like, really tactically, so I got a bunch of score from that. And then the other three people on the team were all tied for four kills, and we're like within like. 50 to 70 points of each other. So essentially, yes. I mean, probably was technically at the bottom, but like, he's the, the bottom with three other people or two other people. Uh, yes. The entire thing proceeded to just like imitate him, like, burr, burr. I can't say something. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> yes. We won that match, though. Barely. Barely. It was so funny. I normally not, I'm normally not uh, a, uh, a troll or a harasser. There's only. One other game that makes me kind of a troller, and that's League of Legends, but I don't really play that anymore. <laughs> so one thing I will say uh, that is just making me think about the game, right? Like I, I don't remember this particular interaction, but like in his defense, this type of game is one where like if you're looking at one doorway, doorway, but he happens to be like a doorway two feet away, you might lose. Oh, absolutely. Like, 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 like being able to set up a precise viewpoint and I know where they're coming from is, can meet be the difference between life or death. Um, I do. I do agree with that. Which is, which is one of the nice things about, uh, this game, because if I was going up again, if I was on the other end of that and I was going up against someone who's just a much better FPS player than me, my advantage comes from my coming from an angle. Yeah. My coming from an angle that they didn't anticipate. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's one of those things where it's like the and and I think this is the big disadvantage of potentially playing in like random queues or with people that you don't know is that are you right, Sam? Yes. Was the guy right that the shots were not coming from the stairs? Yes. Uh, <laughs> is it wrong for me to say that the stair the shots were coming from the stairs? I mean, maybe. No. But the no, question is. Yeah, but the thing is, is like that's where it comes uh, again, where communication is such a big deal, and potentially where random cues become hard is because it's like Sam. I know you were over at my house the other day. We were talking, about, but like, what's the what's the difference between this Tuesday and next Tuesday? Right? Oh, yeah. where, we talked about this too, though. <laughs> but but the thing is, is like the point. The point of that is that like the words you say and how they are interpreted makes a yeah. huge difference in a game like this. Like when I say yeah. it came it came from the stairs, my mind is saying wh- where you the are the stair area. Yeah, yeah like from that I'm direction. Looking, I'm looking yeah. at you and you're the last person alive and I'm trying to tell you like you're looking down at my body and I'm on the other person and I'm saying it came from the stairs. That means it didn't come from a different direction and maybe I could have said it could have came from the whatever. <laughs> But my mind says it came from the stairs from where we are. And his mind interpreted it as there is a person that is on a the stairs. A pinpoint. 
right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that, one hundred percent, you're right, Sam. That's definitely a thing that I don't think our group will ever figure out is being able to. Oh, jeez. Accurately communicate in a way that, like, <laughs> point callouts. I mean, you we can <laughs> we can ping people, which actually could bring us to the next point here in a second about spotting cams. <laughs> but you could put a pin literally on where a person is standing, and say yeah. the person is right here, two meters away from you. Turn around on the other side of a wall, or right, on the right, other right, side right. of a wall, and like the other person is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But that's you know, we still need to work on that. Just complete like this is relevant to Rainbow Six Siege, but also other games that is just making me realize comms is like a really complex topic. Yes, you yeah. know, like what should you say when? Because how much should you say? Yeah, how much, how much detail? Say? Um, yeah. and this kind of like hyper literal pet entry is right up my alley and I'm interested by it. But yes. I feel like 99% of gamers do not think about this. No, I but think, like I think you're right. But I think there is actually I would actually I would actually push back on that. I think that there is a larger portion of gamers that do think about it uh than than just the 1%. I think there's a lot of them that do. In fact, you know I think that communication is actually the sweats. the number one problem with uh multiplayer competitive games and the people think about it a lot the problem is not that they don't think about it. the problem is that they don't agree on, on how on the on the how it's supposed to <laughs> no, framework no no no, no, no. You, you know how uh, to, uh, I you know I how i hear. know that that's not the case now competitive scene notwithstanding right okay, obviously sure, they know sure. what i'm talking about sure. but you know how i know that it's not the case is because in multiplayer games siege included but other ones it's the the amount of attention that goes to flaming or trashing up on your own teammates or something uh, like that. Yeah. It's majority of games. The majority of online games involves trash talk, negative trash talk, you know, specifically. Now, yes, yes. You know, let, let, again, as a hyper-competitive person, mm -hmm. uh, flaming the other team strategically, all four, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can, you can, that's competitive, right? You yeah, have the mind. Yeah. But like, yeah. But I'm I'm suggesting that so many that the vast majority of playing population, even the people who try who are like mentally trying to get better, and do take like FPS training courses and stuff like that, sure. probably still like flame their teammates. Yes, yeah, I, I don't flame my teammates. I'm anti flame. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But you do dedicate bandwidth towards dealing with trolls. Just like yeah, okay. sometimes my sometimes moral history is troll mute over done occasionally i will engage but it's rare i think it's like five percent engagement we rate. do get set off sometimes yes sometimes one in 20. occasionally one in 20. yeah it sounds um, like someone needs to come through nick's uh youtube stream history and find <laughs> <it>. <laughs> verify, yeah. well there's one re re recent incident where i did get i did get pulled in a little bit where i then was trying to tilt them and sam was like just don't and it was anyways um <laughs> Anyway, my I point, was going to say, bringing it back, bringing it back. Right? <laughs> yep. Well, I have a little side story, which is that when we played PUBG, Sam actually went and like found like either like a fifteen hundred word article or like a YouTube video or oh, something yeah. on communication, as he was oh, like yeah. getting so annoyed by like we're like, ah, oh, he's over there at the bush at the rock, you know, like and Sam right. like, and that was when we actually started really working on our sort of call out specific call out approach and yeah. i started using like northwest east south yeah. a lot more um was because sam literally went and found a resource to help us get better at it so i forgot about that yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's interesting. Um, it's another example of blood blood and sweat, right? That's right. That's yeah, right. and it's interesting because my, and my wife criticizes me because of this too because she's like Nick's already told you he wants cardinal directions but you still keep using left and right. And I'm like <laughs> Thanks Dakota. I know. And and the, the, but the, it's like that's just like the default that my mind goes into is that like generally speaking when I give the the callouts like I am thinking about and putting myself in your perspective and the position that you're looking at and telling you whatever direction you're looking at right now, to me, it feels faster for me to tell you that it is the building just to the left of where you're looking than it is for me to say, oh, uh, it's at 236 degrees northwest. Because that doesn't, that, that makes me, like, I, I feel like I have to check my map. And then I have to orient myself to you. And then I have to tell you. And then you have to check your map. And then you have to orient to yeah. where I'm looking. And if I'm just like, if I can just tell you, I know where you're looking. I see what you're looking at. Just to the little left of that. Top left window. Um, yeah. I mean, I think a cardinal call out is better. I also know it's harder in a game like Siege where you're not like in a tight chunk. You're a lot closer to each other. And mm -hmm. so like the fidelity of northwest, west, whatever becomes a lot harder and then you need to like you said kind of like triangulate between your location their location and the other person and like what that yeah, means a hundred percent especially if you're on cams and you're like looking at a camera and you're like they're yes. like you're looking this way and they're to your like left or whatever yeah the cam the, but the camera the camera doesn't give you a cardinal i know that's what i'm saying right? so that it yeah. gets really challenging to so it yeah. makes it even harder for you to do that but um again it comes back to my previous statement like what's the difference between like what is what is next Wednesday versus this Wednesday? And like, just the same as like when someone says they're behind us, like, where is that? Right. We still struggle with that, but that's a, I don't so know. good, good just luck to, with your team figuring that to, out. To conclude this point on comms, I Tyler, I appreciate that you are considering the trade-offs between efficiency of communications. <laughs> In yes. the case of siege, the answer is to know the names of the rooms. Yeah, which, that's which, true. Which, uh, you can learn because it, because as you as you said yesterday, says, right? Like it, it tells you. you where your drone is it and does. where Hookah. you are, I believe. Bar um, kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tucker. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> we haven't been using that yet because it's hard. Yeah. Right. Like, we don't know the I, maps yet. But I think when we get there, it'll get better. Yeah. Because then you could say like, oh, they're like West Side Hookah or whatever, yeah. West yeah. Side Window Hookah, and you're like, oh, okay, I know what that means. I know what that is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I need, okay. I need uh, I need a map that I could run through in a training <laughs> mode. Oh, so we or, talked to, or the I crayon would, map, like we said. <laughs> is there one? Is there one? No, is there's there no a, crayon map. There should be. Is there Your a own way? operators like smudgy pencil? No, Sorry, like, guys. is there a way we like queue up? And we all just get into a map that doesn't have the bad guys, and we just kind of like <laughs> run through the map together. We'll be like, all right, and you do a custom. You can do a custom <laughs> lobby. Yeah, I wonder if we do that. That's actually not like, a terrible idea to learn. Or like this is the hookah room. Here on the left, you see that there's different entry points. Here on the right, <laughs> I'd, rather, I, I'd rather, I think I'd rather just quick play. Yeah, that's yeah. too much and training. Maybe if we were more serious, then we could do that. But I just, I'm, I'm just imagining like the 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 absolute hilarity of us like going through and having one of us little like, jog through the the different yeah running through each one rooms and just being like having Sam going through and telling us strategically why coming from this angle doesn't work and how if observe the ceiling panel point, yeah come from here come from here and if you do you have to breach simultaneously i just the hilarity of that just seems funny to me i don't know <laughs> um 
Okay, cool. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna get back to my story. Now we've talked about comms and 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 top fraggers and and stairs and everything. But just quickly, uh, one last story, which is um, lately I've been <clears throat> realizing more and more how important as an attacker it is to use the diffuse kit. Um, if you're smart about it, it gives actually gives you an advantage about where you can place it and like how you force attention. And if you can establish control of a site, you don't actually need to sweep the building. You just hold the site, right? Or angles on the site and you put the diffuse kit down. Um, so we were on a map. It was me and Tyler. I don't think, I don't know if we might've had Jules with us, but I think he was dead in that scenario. But basically we're coming into this, into this, it's, uh, it's the, the map with like west traffic exit, east traffic entrance, and then yeah, like this uh, border, border, border. Yeah. So, so we're planning in like the office on the second floor, um, and basically we have. I'm I'm out on the balcony. I have the diffuse kit. I think we're three v four or we're close. It's like it's tough and we're running out of time. And our our best player is on the window there, like holding holding in into the room. So they're cutting off access to the doorway. Um, and then Tyler was also nearby. So I like asked on comms, asked this person to continue holding that angle, and I I break the barricade, I get in the door, and I plant the the diffuse kit right on like basically on the doorstep. Yeah. So you can like pull back to the stairs there and hold the angle on the diffuse kit. Um, and it was just a super tense moment where like I'm like, just hoping they'll cover me because I actually muted them at that point because they were being toxic. I think it might have been the same person, Tyler. Um, it and uh. <laughs> I plant and then I'm holding the corner and then at the same time like some other guy busts through a window tries to like flank me from the outside to kill him and then we're holding and it's the three of us and then Tyler goes down he's like downed off in the corner from something I'm not sure what and it's just me and this other guy we're holding it and I was actually playing Ying where like I started doing this more as Ying where you can you have four like kind of quasi flashes you can throw so if you plant the diffuse and they're trying to push on the diffuse you can just like throw in the flashes to slow them down and make it more risky for them to push um, so I was doing that too, and then we ended up winning. And it was an overtime win uh, as well, I think, a nine-round match or something, or seven rounds, something like that. It was like a mm-hmm. really intense moment of like, just felt really good, like coordinate as a team, like take the objective, hold it, just barely make it out. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah. use the diffuse kit. Use, use the, the diffuse, diffuse kit. kit. Protect That's the diffuse kit. On the, on the defense, yeah. right, like the, the equivalent is if you down the person with diffuse kit, then That's you your can new camp objective. It. Yeah, who cares about the bombs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, last story. Who wants to tell tell it? Spotting cams. Ooh, uh, I think I know what we want to do here. I don't know if I have a story, but here's the thing, right? You get these little drones, set up all your cameras, and you place them. And there's two ways that you can notify your team <laughs> that people are there. This is separate from my thing oh. with Sam intended, but I like this. Oh, right. This is good. This I, I, is good. I think this is important <laughs> that people know this. Okay? Yeah, it is important that people know this. There are two ways that you can notify a person. One is by pressing, pressing the Z key, which is default on PC. Uh, there's maybe yeah. a way you do it on your Xbox or PlayStation controller. I don't know what it is. But there's a way you ping the map with a little yellow pink. Okay, It, it marks the ground. But there's another way that you scan them. <laughs> and the, the difference between... Nick, sorry, he's just laughing. The difference between a yellow ping and the scan is the yellow ping will only put one dot, right? The scan will mark all enemies and put little red dots on yeah. them. But it doesn't put them, it doesn't follow them, it just puts it where they are. But it also notifies them that they've been scanned, which yeah. then tells them that they should be looking for a... Something and, has a video feed on them. 
Yeah, yeah. they should be looking for something that gives a video feed. Okay. In many cases, <laughs> it is strategically to your advantage to not <laughs> let them know that you see them on the camera because then you lose sight and then you lose all advantage that you have. And it's better uh, to use the yellow pink than it is to use the red ones. Nine times out of ten. I think there's very few situations where it's worth it to use the red ones. I think that's usually, from my experience, my very, very, very limited experience, is that is boiled down to 1v1 situations, 2v1 situations, game-ending situations where yeah. them needing to know where they are is the last thing they need to know to win the game. And then it doesn't exactly matter precisely. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's another factor which is if you haven't scanned them yet it'll identify them and so in like the early stage of either like as an attacker or defender it can be helpful sometimes to know who's on the other team but you can oh, also call it out if you see like oh there's doc there's a frost there's a whatever you can call it yeah. out yeah. um for those who don't have like mics or whatever if you're playing in the whatever group it will put their little icon in the top when you, when yeah. you scan them so that's true but that's it is awesome. supremely annoying when you put your drone in a really nice spot and then someone goes and fucking scans everyone and scans them when they've already been scanned. <laughs> you already know that they're there and you're like in the setup phase. You're like, ah, oh. yes. <laughs> so I've done that anyway. before. I've learned over time to do not do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the story was for spotting cam. Maybe that Sam has a better one, but that's just my this is, two cents. No, this is a, it's a real life story. Oh, I'll just tell it quickly. All right, go ahead. Me and go Sam ahead. have a problem where we've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege and every time we play a lot, kind of like how when you play Tetris, you like close your eyes and you see like Tetris and you're, you're matching Tetris shapes. Rainbow Six Siege equivalent is you go out in the real world and you begin noticing all the all the cameras yeah. like on the buildings and streets and stuff. Like yeah, the siege you effect. get trained. Yeah, you get trained to to anyways. Uh that's not I thought you were gonna tell the the story of you taking okay. control of my drone camera. <laughs> oh yeah. So one I don't know time. if this is a bug. Only or one time. Is, I don't know if this is a bug with the game or something that's like I'm doing wrong. Um, but if <laughs> if you in the beginning phase of the when you're driving your drone around, it's, it's fine. You're you're driving a nut. But when someone else loses their drone or views your camera feed, yeah. they can control your camera, which <laughs> dislodges the orientation of the drone from the orientation of the camera. The WSD. So it yeah. makes it like impossible to drive the drone. Um, and I, uh, and I, Nick just does this purposely to me every time out of spite, as far as I can tell. <laughs> I did it once to Sam. You'll never trust me again. Uh, <laughs> cause I thought it was funny. Cause he told me about it. He's like, Oh, it's so annoying. People do it. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's so annoying. And then one round I lost my drone. And so I went and found Sam's just camera feed and then like move my mouse left to right really quickly. <laughs> so does this happen to you, to you or is it, is it really a me thing? I have no idea. I've never had it happen to me. Yeah, okay, I've never had it happen. Right. Maybe but once. I will try. You can next, time, I'll, next time we play, I'll try to mess with you and see. Yeah, you can switch the cameras when you're driving your drone, even yeah. if it's not destroyed, right? You can just yes. switch. Yeah, with yeah. The, the E and Q or whatever. But all right. All right. Cool. All right. Favorite map. What's your favorite map, Tyler? Bank. Sam Bank. Okay. Bank is good. Because I know it. Bank is, <laughs> Bank is really good. That's the one with the big windows, right? In the large lobby. Yeah, large yeah, lobby. Yeah, yeah. Bank. yeah, Bank's nice. Is it the... There's the one with the arcade. Is that the amusement park? Is that theme park? Theme park, yeah. So yeah, yeah, far, yeah. The arcade cabinets? I'm in a similar boat. I think it's... I like theme park because that's the one that I feel the most confident in being able to, like, get to certain places and be like, yeah, I know what's going on here. 
I think Mike uh, Chalet. Chalet was one of those beginner mm, maps as well, Sam. Yep. And I just I like the vibe of Chalet. There's some interesting like breach points. Um, you have like the upstairs with like the the high ceiling in in the first floor. So you have like that that like large sort of stair staircase that comes up. Lots of panels. Uh, it's a fun one. Yeah, I feel like that uh, designing levels for this game would be an interesting challenge uh, because you have right. to both create a two-sided balance in terms of people being able to access, but also having a reasonable defense. Um, and how strong are different like bomb placement areas too? Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta I gotta give credit by the way. The level design of all of these levels is really excellent. Um, yeah, in my opinion, I not all bomb sites are created equal. I guess mm -hmm. in it. It's, yeah so i don't you know i, I think that's a that's natural perfect, balancing but... thing though like as a defender you might win easily on one or two or whatever two say two or four and so then you need to choose when you're going to select those sites because once you win on them you you rotate over to new one uh, yeah but i do i do get the sense that everyone picks the same sites <laughs> and so you're constantly defending and constantly attacking the same sites a little bit mm -hmm. um but that that aside uh the levels are varied and they are generally big and they're rich and like yeah and it, it also feels genuine like like they're different the the destructible walls are different in different levels um, yeah and like so some sometimes it's drywall and sometimes it's just like a wooden plank like a pl yeah. piece of plywood or something like that it's just it's very uh immersive i'd say yeah 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 all right I I agree. Oh, would we suggest playing a game? It's free now, right? Is it free? It's free on, it's game, on pass? game Pass. Is it's it on free? Game pass. I, it's free on Game Pass. I don't think it's free. You need to pay for it otherwise. How much does wow. it cost right now on Steam? It costs. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's still seems, yeah. This seems like it bucks. should be a free to play game. Um, twenty bucks right now for the base base version. I paid seven dollars in twenty nineteen. Um, tips for playing. Comms. Consider comms, I guess, if you're playing with friends. Yeah, I would say the best tips right out of the gate would be uh, one operator. Best, best experience if you have at least one other person that you're playing with. Mm. So yep. I imagine so the duo cues as opposed to um, like full Solo. random cues. Yeah, because yeah. at least at least at that point, if you're whether you're defending or you're breaching, you always have a part. Somebody who's always like covering yeah, your back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's always True. with you. Somebody who's always watching a corner. And if, like, worst case scenario, even if the comms for your whole team is bad, at least you have one other person that you have some level of reliability on. So, yeah, it's multiplayer project. Get is, if you can get five, get five. But if you can't, try to find at least one other person. Uh, my other tip would be yes, as I said earlier, I would stand by that. Take it one operator at a time because one you don't just like just like all the other games where you have like those asymmetric skills and abilities like you get the best feel for how to counter and work against a a, a ch champion or hero or operator when you have a really good understanding of how it works cuz then you know what its limitations are right in terms of how mm. what they can and cannot do yep mhm mm trying to think if there's anything else for playing tips for playing I would I would advise for newbies. Uh, I you know I think that we talked about the Trough of Sorrow. Um, yeah. I think the there are like some solo levels uh, which are just really really good for giving you the sense of the mechanics. Yeah. Um, and they give you tons of in-game currency. 
for so now, which like, you can use to buy more operators. Yeah. Right. So they're almost worth it just just for the currency. I don't um, think I've done yeah. those yet, actually. <laughs> I probably should go. Uh, yeah, there's like training. It's a separate play type. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're like training training modules or whatever, where they're like, oh, you only do them solo, which kind of hard for us because we're always playing as a group. But. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but other than that, just be aware of the Trough of Sorrow. I I, re I do remember, it's been a couple of years, but I do remember being like frustrated when I was headshot and I was just like, what do, you know, what was I supposed to do? Um, and yeah, that feeling does happen sometimes. Wear a helmet, Sam, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, wear a dock thing. Or, <laughs> wear a, 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 mon a Montang. That's right, just walk around with a full shield. <laughs> uh, cool. I don't know if I have any other tips. Um, yeah, I guess give it a shot on Game Pass. I am a Microsoft employee, so if you subscribe, that's good for me. It's also good for you because uh, you can try stuff at a reduced uh, rate or buy it on Steam. There's a char refund window, so um, you can always do that as well. Um, I don't know. Otherwise, window, I don't know if the refund is long enough to get past the trough of sorrow. Yeah, well, yes. at least you kind of get a sense if you like it or not. You might spend an hour of that trying to make your way through Ubisoft Connect, but uh, um, yeah. What do we do? We have any uh, business relationship with Microsoft or Ubisoft? Some kind of discount we can give our listeners. <laughs> if we become yeah. friends, I can get you half off Game Pass. <laughs> try, yeah, that's try the, the and, yeah, yeah. Try yeah. the discount code uh, MP Project Twenty Twenty Three. If it doesn't work, then that means we've already handed out the hundred uh, thousand, the hundred thousand fifty percent discount codes that we had. Um, but uh, give it a shot and check out. <laughs> Let me talk to our BD department. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you've got your BD yeah. department there with you right now, right, That's Sam? That's right. Yeah, here's the BD department. <laughs> I'm holding the up the dogs are going to be they're going to be in in uh, what's the word? It's an uproar. The cat is running the BD department. Oh, yes. yes. The dog <laughs> listeners are not going to be happy about that. <laughs> All right. I guess oh, this is right. where I play us out, right? All right. Play us out quick before okay. the cat hits the <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> um, man, it's oof. The mus music. Uh, Breaching hammer, breaching hammer, thermite bomb, thermite bomb. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Gotta, 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 a thatcher, gotta throw a thatcher. <laughs> to plant the bomb. Breach. Okay, you're good. That's a God. classic tune. I like that. We can close out with that. All right. Went from the window to the wall to, to the, the window, window. <laughs> to the from wall the from the window to the wall. <laughs> That's a great joke. Oh my god.